This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. Question time on the Sounding Board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. We'll start with Jakarta200887 via Twitter. The Herald Sun published a story outlining AFL Media salaries, numbers were based on a humorous Nathan Brown skit on Triple M. Doesn't this make it hard to take that paper seriously as they clearly do not care about the truth? Well, it was for clickbaits, I'm sure. And I'm sure it worked, by the way. That is a type of thing that people click on for whatever reason. Did you click on it, Damo, by the way? I didn't need to click on it, actually, because I was with Nathan Brown when he said it about four weeks ago on, on Friday night, uh, Triple you M. The, the Friday I, found myself click, I found myself clicking on the Triple M audio to listen to it when it happened, so... It was clearly a, a, a fun idea that um, it works, right? So he, there you go. He, he loves getting edgy on that. Just tell me, was was it relatively accurate, Hutchie? I, I, I believe it was, by the way. I just want you to put your eyes over it because you would probably know specific – well, you would know specifically some of those wages listed given you employed them. Yeah, it wasn't accurate at all. It wasn't? No. <laughs> really? Where, where was it I, most wrong? I actually, I actually thought he was deliberately trying to get them wrong. Really? Well, could you give your order? No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might have come down oh, the last shower then. <laughs> I think there was, my best assessment was there might have been there was it wasn't without some truth in there, but there was was largely wildly wrong. I think would be my assessment. <laughs> largely wildly wrong. I'm going to give that feedback to him. Actually, he might take offence at that, Hutchie. Did he have Jonathan Brown most highest paid? Didn't he? I think he did. Yeah. 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 Don't agree with that? I wouldn't know. How would I know? No just idea. on that, isn't it funny how some, some people were annoyed at not being higher on the list and others who may have been higher on the list hated being higher on the list. So that just gives you a, <laughs> a snapshot of what we're dealing with here when it comes to ego. It was petty, it was petty but that's what made it work, I guess. It was quite yeah, – it, it was a fun idea. It was a bit awkward too. Yeah. Um, this is Joel O'Reilly. It's via email. Google has been rolling out some decent ads during primetime TV recently. Can you explain exactly what it is that they're trying to achieve with these ads? It seems quite simple, but they clearly have the monopoly on the search engine. So I can't get my head around why they would be advertising. Well, they're, they, they're a big brand. So big brands belong on mainstream television. I think it's nothing, nothing that franks the power of TV and radio more than the fact that Google and Apple use it themselves, right? So it's a fairly big compliment to the industries that they've sought to disrupt, that they use those uh, environments and forums. Um, Google, Google is about being front of mind for behavioral search, and they know they they get you if, – if you search something, they know there's a, what, there's a 90 plus percent chance it's going to be them. So they're promoting their brand and search. It's a, it's a good thing. And, and they do yeah. a good job with their campaigns. They're generally very – clever and a little different and they stand out and their brand's in pretty good nick they've now got a relationship with news which um and others which has helped that so yeah brendan elbert's on facebook done the list yet hachi brackets cynics association it's a great point by brendan hachi you flagged you were going to do a top 10 cynics in media you parked it for last week and then you parked it again for the week just gone and you're going to park it again when are you going to release yeah, I've had a lot. I've got. I've narrowed it down to four hundred in print, and about the same in television. Uh, I've had several legal representations from lawyers seeking to have their clients removed from the list because they don't think the list will be any good. Which <laughs> I argued back to them by my lawyers. That's the whole reason why I think they're a cynic in the first place. And so, that's that's a work in progress. 
Um, by the end of the year, there will be a Cynics Association top ten uh, named. And um, end of the year, I, I we think wait that long. Well, I, yeah. very much like the AFMA, which has got its awards set for September, I'm looking for an available date because we'll be having one of any year ourselves in the first year. Uh, you're obviously the president, so you can't be at the same place at the same time. And uh, looking forward to uh, working through that at the next committee meeting of Cynics. Yes, all right. One of the problems with the Cynics meet, first meeting is people, everyone's worried about the traffic. So... I can't get people to, to commit yeah. to going to the first meeting because they're all worried that the traffic will be bad on that night and the government will have stuffed up the roads. So I'm just working through that um, complication at the moment. We can't agree where to have the meeting. And as as I said a couple of weeks ago, when you flag this cynics list, I, I will release the bull, you know, what list the moment you release the, the cynics list and you will be number one on that list. Hutchie, this is from Michael Dunstan. He's addressed it to you personally and he hopes, this is his words, I hope you've, Thought out enough to contribute to this question. With Tassie pushing for its own standalone AFL side and after another poor crowd of only 6,000 on the weekend, would a magic ground like the one used in the NRL held in Tassie be a good opportunity to increase crowds and for the Tassie people to showcase their support for AFL and for the AFL to get a better grasp on the market? It goes into more detail about this, but he just wants your view on, uh, on Tassie and that aspect. I'm a big believer in magic ground and I'm a big believer in Tassie. I'm not sure those two ideas necessarily go together straight up. I think um, the AFL should look at the learnings of Magic Round and how they might you know, build their own version of it. And there's a few ideas kicking around about that already, I think, in the in the marketplace. But I, I think, for me, it's a simpler idea than that. Just give Tasmania their 19th team and be, the 19th team and be done with it. That's such a no-brainer. team? Br- bring in an extra team? Bring a Tasmanian team in. What's a, There's no downside at all to do that. Oh, yes, there is. We, we haven't even bettered down properly the, the 17th team, the Gold Coast Suns. Bring Tasmania in. It deserves its own team now. So simple. Wow. Right. It's so simple. You obviously can see a commercial opportunity down there. Why can't anybody else? I, I can't, but I'm not a businessman, Hachi. Shane Mahardy uh, says that I, on the AFL Daily podcast a week or so ago, dropped the word shuttage. I've done my searches. It's definitely not a word. Has Hachi influenced you in the wrong way? Shane, I don't recall saying it. Um, I certainly wouldn't have, wouldn't have planned to say it. I, I don't recall it slipping out. I'm not saying it did, but no, I, I don't have any intention of using such a, a word. Yeah, but I understand what you're saying about Hutchie because uh, what was that word you did produce on this, this podcast a week ago? Frivial. <laughs> frivial. Yeah, well, a combination of well, trivial and frivolous. <laughs> that actually should be a word. I've thought about that since you dropped that, Hutchie, inadvertently. <laughs> it actually should be a word. It's actually I'm better you, than anything else. A couple of references to me on the AFMA, Hutchie, and you've managed to uh, deal with that on the main body of the sounding board. I'll just scan through a few others here we haven't got to on the main body. Um, Hutchie has repeatedly said he doesn't care about the ratings of his podcast. This is from Rick Bark on Twitter. But recently, the show has expanded from two to five drops a week when all the drops are recorded at the same time. This must be a ratings grab. Does Hutchie still maintain he doesn't care about the ratings? Look, that's an interesting question. It's a long and detailed answer. What we're going to do is drop a special edition of that response to that answer tomorrow, and we'll work through that as a special drop for you. There you go. joking, Damo. (laughs) No, I think we might because we do have a topic I need to discuss to you about once I get back to my impeccable sources and high-placed sources. Hutchie, Jared Plowman. On Facebook, with the upcoming charity boxing bouts of football personalities, could we potentially see you, that, that being me, against, who is it, Thomas Robinson and Beveridge, and Hutchie versus Howard added to the undercard? Howard? Well, the biggest challenge 
the biggest challenge with you, Damo, is to work out how many of the 75 people you're in a current fight with to weighting that down to pick one. Maybe you go one round with 12 different people. Uh, it wouldn't be too difficult. And, um, and also, I've got no, queuing, no queuing up at to all take to you on, defend Damo. myself physically. Is that, is that reference to the guru, Mark Howard? I think it's a reference to the other the other Howard. Oh, sorry, Dylan Howard. Sorry, Jared. I should have actually picked up on that. Dylan Howard, yes. Yes, no, that's that's one I'd like to see. The guru, um, the guru and I are good mates. Absolutely like to see. Yes, I thought you were. Um, might make this the last one, Hachi, because I think we're out of time. Simon Morris on email. Do you think there could ever be a free-to-air 24-hour sports TV station? Cheers. Love the podcast. I don't, Simon. No, I, I just don't. I just don't think the resources are going to be there or the demand for it either. I do. I think it could work. It wouldn't have a – it would have a, a more passionate, considered audience than a scalable one, but I think it could absolutely work. Well, that was questions addressed this week for the sounding board for DrinkWise. If you're choosing to have a drink, do so wisely. Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board Podcast with Hutchie and Damo for DrinkWise. Make sure you find us on Facebook and Twitter at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.